Tangerine is the slightly sweeter and slightly petiter cousin of the orange. Ew. But it's always big on fruity goodness. With each sip, you can feel the essential nutrients flow through your body in a way of emergency rejuvenation. If feeling good is your thing, you found the right box. Emergency. Hello and welcome to Groceries. The only podcast available on the internet anywhere in the history of human beings. Yes, devoted to the place we buy food at. I truly, Petiter is now the most disgusting thing ever. Terrible. Do you want to introduce yourself? Do you have a Do you have a name now? Oh, no, it's been a minute. Um, I, I, I'm uh, Washington National Brian Safi. And I'm back, Lady Erin Gibson. There it is. Erin, did we go to grocery stores this week or what? Oh, oh, we went to grocery stores. I'm going to take you on a roller coaster motherfucking ride today. Let's go. Okay, so I had to pivot because I had to go to my grandpa's house and uh, deal with the aftermath of his (laughs) demise. And I always, always, always stop at this place called Charlie Brown Farms. Cute. Which is in Pear Blossom off of the Pear Blossom Highway near my grandpa's house, which is in the Los Angeles National Forest. Now, I love this place because it is an assault on everything you know to be right with the world. It is part circus food, part (laughs) fair food, part um, grocery store, part soda museum, part... Uh, Spencer's Gifts. Wow. Part Fudge Factory, part Texas-style barbecue. You know when people are punching that many holes that they're getting it all right. I'm. This is a place where you can buy a uh, version of Clue that is Golden Girl themed next to soda flavored like mustard. Great. It is a, it's a grocery store on every fucking drug available. Yeah. So I want to take you through the kind of emotional journey that I went on while discovering um, this this place. So it will you tell me the name again? Charlie Brown Farms. Charlie Brown Farms. Which in and of itself, I can't believe I'd ask you twice. Remember that because that is going to play. That name is going to play in later when I tell you about the people who own this place. Okay. So. Let me go through what I like about this store, and then I'm going to go through the Yelp reviews, and then I'm going to go through the history of who owns this. So all you need to know for now is that it used to be a produce stand called Sweets. Okay, just just straight up. Sweets, and they used to sell uh, apricots and stuff that grows in the desert, honey, local honey and stuff. Nature Sweets. Nature Sweets. It used to be a farm stand. Now it's this fucking circuit. It's It's like being inside of Pennywise. <laughs> Which, by the way, they were selling Pennywise masks because they do what they do. Ho- oh, Halloween! Yeah. But it's also like, do you want do you want oranges for one dollar a pound, or do you want a fucking uh, mask from Scream? Shit, you can have it all here. Yeah. Now, let me just go. They have a insane amount of candies and an insane amount of classic candy and crazy sodas. So that's kind of what I focused on when I wanted to bring you in today. This place is when you walk in, it, it is. 
It is shocking because there's, it's like they've built, they had, it's like you could tell it was a the fruit stand part. Right. And then they added on, added on, added on. Okay. So this is saltwater taffy. Oh, do you want to know something? I love saltwater. This is taffy. why I bought this. I bought this for you. This is assorted saltwater taffy. I don't know who makes it because they, they take everything. I don't know where they get this shit, but they take it and they put it in their own packaging. There is so much plastic waste going into this place. It's insane. But this is Charlie Brown Farm saltwater taffy. As you can see, they printed their own label. Little Rock, California. Here you go. That's for you. You can have that whole thing. Wow. It's it's Is the packaging good? It's fine. Um, then I brought... My favorite old-timey candy. This is stuff that my grandma used to give me. This is peanut butter bars. I remember those. Those are like crunchy, right? Yes. And, and weird texture. It's like very weird texture. Good luck getting it out of the grooves of your teeth. It's true. But they are truly delightful. And some of these candies, you'll notice they'll have like the label peanut butter bars. And then it says 1940 to 1949. Now, clearly these are still being made today. <laughs> so I don't know why. Why? <laughs> If this is when it was popular, or this is when they found out, right. I don't, I don't understand. But I bought some, brought some of those for everyone here. Then, I mean, you can try those if you want, but they are, they are truly an. It's been a minute. I'll have on, one. You should have one. Okay. Then I got this for me because it's a fucking desert. You have to get this cowgirl lip balm. Oh, that's it's, uh, that's actually great. It's, have you had this before? No, I just looking at it. It's cactus flavored. Oh. So I don't know what cactus is. You have to. Tip, I bet it's pretty. You good. have to rip her head off to get to the. Sure. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. This doesn't taste like a cactus. It tastes like watermelon. I'm 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 kind of rushing through my goods here because I want you to. Um, I have a, like a piece. These okay. goods are good. I got you because you're so rich. I got you a Fifth Avenue bar, which I haven't seen in a place in. What is it? it I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Crunchy peanut butter and a rich chocolate coating. It must be like these peanut butter bars, but chocolate coated. Have you ever heard of this thing called Chowards? It's Howard with the C. They're lemon candies. I just bought you, I literally bought you what an old person. I'm telling you, Earwolf is going to (laughs) fucking thank us or hate us. They're going to thank us or hate us. This is a prickly pear marmalade from the Cactus Candy Company, which is a big candy company you'll see in airports in like uh, Arizona, New Mexico. This is the thing that I want you to try. Now, oh God! It's yo. You're right. It is. It is like a Mountain Dew if it were concentrate. It's made by a guy named. It's made by a company called Lexter's Fixins. Oh, I would die anything. Sorry, Lexter's. Like, oh. And I want you to just. It, the, the the tagline is y'all get your fixins, and this is what it is: pickle soda. <laughs> I want you to. Now you know I'm, I'm a. You know I love pickles. That's why I bought it. Yeah. Oh my god! You act like I don't know you. <laughs> no, I know. I, know. <laughs> I just forget. I guess. I guess you know. You know me better than literally any other person on earth, and so I'm always shocked that I've revealed anything to anybody like that. Now, here's the thing. I don't. It's carbonated, and I don't know if it's supposed to be drank cold. But I like pickle juice warm. Oh, so it is warm. Yeah, you're right. So Y'all just get give your me fixins. A- oh, Lester is old. Looks like LBJ. <laughs> well, it's made in America. That's good. Okay. Here uh, we go. I mean, all the stuff is. I'll be honest. That's enough. <laughs> Can I try it? Yeah. I didn't want to it's, get. I didn't want to get my cap. The first stuff. taste is good. It's pickly, and then it starts getting sweet. Ew! <laughs> it's when it just gets, make it pickle so 
I agree. I agree. Don't sweeten it. Why do you need pure cane sugar in it? That That's is, what I mean. If it were just pickle, I would actually think it was kind of good. That's where Rocket Fizz uh, Soda Pop and Candy Shop went wrong, who makes Lester's Fixins in the USA. Who knows where they are? Okay. Now, I did get their Texas-style barbecue because I'd never eaten there before. Okay. Um, and I bought some, I bought some local honey, which I always buy there. It's, it's very delicious. They have also like the big warmed tin of it where you can get it out of the. Oh, the, on tap. Uh, and it's warm and they have also have fresh molasses and it's so wow, good. Wow, I've never seen that. Now I did get the barbecue. Isn't that funny? You go there after hours with your hubby. <laughs> it is funny. And, uh, it's really just funny. Get a little sticky, you know? <laughs> Texas barbecue. Do they, uh, Ooh, leave me- the, do they leave the honey out uh, after hours? if you break in um the okay so i tried the barbecue we're both from texas we know that the one thing that texas does right is barbecue that is a that's a given even at a fucking gas station on the way from houston to austin you can get great texas barbecue well that is not the case at charlie brown farms it is from I don't know where the fuck they're doing but they're slapping some sauce on some chicken (laughs) putting it in all bun and calling it texas barbecue and I have to be honest with I you. I hate that. As someone who grew up in Texas, I was offended. I don't. I was offended you. by that. Just call it barbecue. Don't call it Texas style, because you did nothing Texas about it. Except I guess that it's kind of lazy. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes really wrong. And you know, you know who I'm talking about. Not if you're Texas, listen to this. You know, I'm not talking about you. No, we're talking about Rick Perry. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Rick Perry, who is indicted in Ukraine's <laughs> Um, So lazy, he commits crime. Can't even stand up for himself. Okay. While I was eating barbecue, I found a rack of what you would see in the old days as like cards, like a rotating rack of like- Oh, like greeting, greeting cards? cards? Okay. But instead of that, it was these books by this guy, Ben Good, and there were like 80 of them. This is a book called- They were either religious or jokes. Both. Oh, yes. This one's called Confuse the Idiots in Your Life. Okay. And I'm just going to read you some of it. And these are some of his tips to- to, to, And and I'm I'm just going to set the scene and I'll read my favorite ones. Okay. Um, this is a, how do you, how to, how to confuse idiots in your life. So they're in your life. So you're obviously don't have, you know, practice with boundaries or anything like that. (laughs) So you're right. During the three and a half hours that he's waiting for his computer to connect to the internet, have his screensaver show a recording of the president's most recent grand jury testimony with calliope background music. Who are you doing this to? I have no idea. (laughs) This is how you confuse idiots in your life. Okay. Um, Steal all the duct tape. (laughs) Move your lips, but don't have any sound coming back. That's brilliant. That is a good trick. How about this? Replace the brake pedal in his pickup with a whoopee cushion. <laughs> so murder somebody. Truly. This is when you start getting. Oh the, God, can you imagine the last thing you hear before you die is a fart? <laughs> Under I your be foot. so pissed. This guy, you, you're going to start. You're, I'm going to read you a couple more. You're going to understand who this guy is. Have all the rap, reggae, and rock radio stations play country songs and Rush Limbaugh. Now, I don't know who that's about. 
But he hates, I'll tell you the three things he hates. So clearly if you're confusing an idiot, the idiot is the one who doesn't listen to Rush Limbaugh, but does also listen to all those different genres of music. So the one who's not an idiot listens to Rush Limbaugh and only country music. And he also is like, this. these books are an outlet for him to be angry about things that are just very personal to him. Like um, make him use AOL to access the internet. That's it. Just to... When he buys a home gym, substitute the nutritional information for bacon groove microwave dinners for the assembly instructions. Wait, they already do this. I don't understand. This anyway, guy. it's a whole book of this. Um, let me just tell you some other weird stuff that they sell. They sell genuine shredded $1,000 United States currency in a bag. Why? why? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. They sell. There's all, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They sell, I mean- Honestly, all- it might be reusing because I probably, the mint does shred old bills or something at a certain point. So maybe what, they're what like- What are you doing with it in your home? Putting it in a bowl? Putting it in a fire, maybe. They sell t-shirts that that are just that are just Chili Nelson. It's Willie Nelson as a chili and then Ch- Chewbacca, which is Tupac as Chewbacca. They sell a bunch of Second Amendment post uh, things. They sell Dole Whip Key Lime. I don't know if anybody's into that particular kind of Dole Whip ice cream burger. Sure. Ghost pepper burgers, uh, Monopoly, Riverdale versions of Monopoly. Riverdale, um, the TV show? Mm-hmm. Wow. An entire uh, end cap f- dedicated to dragon figurines, a ton of incense. This is a whole, this is a full display with like uh, whoopee cushions, which is very on brand for them. Right. For them, it's a weapon. There is a full display of fairy figurines that I assume you just jerk off to because they're mostly boobs. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've seen these. They have a whole fudge department with whatever fudges you want covered in whatever. They have defend the second. Dust, probably. Yeah. <laughs> they have dump Trump mugs next to make America great again hats. Oh, so they're serving every, they're serving every extreme. <laughs> they have opened the door and are making love to the world. They really are. This, they're like, we'll take what we can get. A garden gnome in um in uh, Dios de los Muertos makeup. <laughs> <laughs> this is a whole steampunk gear. Uh, Who is the shopper for the buyer? That's why I had to get down to the bottom of this because it's like, if this was done right and it was local honeys and local oranges and like old timey sodas and old timey candies, I would be absolutely on board. And that's what I like about it. But then I started being like, who the fuck owns this place? Okay. Um, They have bacon socks for babies next to their carrots. It's just, it's bananas. Okay. So I was like, who the fuck owns this place? So I started researching and I found out that this woman who is, uh, her name is Jackie Kennedy. (laughs) You'll never know what she did after death. No, Jackie Halgren. So by the way, there's no information about who owns it on the website. There's none at all. And I was like, well, who the fuck is Jackie Halgren? Couldn't find anything on her. She is a ghost of a person, okay? She's a ghost pepper burger of a person. Then I start going on there. I'm like, well, maybe there's some information on Yelp. Well, I found, oh my God, I I found so much. Yelp was a treasure trove of information. First of all, it has 597 reviews, three and a half stars. It's polarizing who gets this store, okay? There's obviously a guy from LA who's a hipster who's like, if you don't understand this store, 
you don't get, you don't understand kitsch. Sure. Like this is, this is kitsch at its finest. Yes. Then there's someone like Melia who's like, Charlie Brown Farms used to be my absolute favorite stop on my way to Vegas or Havasu. Yeah. Two of the worst places on the planet. Completely. For one thing, they're incredible beef jerky. For years, they had thin cut sheets like a beef jerky that were perfectly flavored. But after today's trip, I'm really disappointed. The beef jerky is only prepackaged and the flavor is very, very salty. Mm. Then another one, uh, Valerie said had a, a really hard time with the barbecue. She was said it was absolutely disgusting and <laughs> called them. She said, I think it's time for you to hire some professionals in this kitchen, not kids or amateurs. And then she, I mean, this is too long to read, but it's a ba- basically 17 paragraphs about- sure. How the saving grace is the jams, jelly, and the old school soda, which I agree. There is uh, there are a lot of Golden Girls stuff that people wanted to talk about. There's a Rose Nylon Chia Pet. Oh, sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now, here's where it gets dark. Oh, boy. I didn't see this, but apparently at a certain corner of the store, there is Nazi memorabilia and Nazi there is a swastika fidget spinner what? somewhere in this store that I did not see. But the Yelp reviewers were like, I cannot believe that they are selling Nazi Nazi branded stuff in here. Oh, so I was God, like, maybe they removed it. Apparently not, because some of these reviews were from like two months ago. Oh my God. And there God. are a lot of reviews. Okay, so I was shocked and I was like, who is fucking Jackie? So I couldn't find anything about Jackie. Halgren, but I did find something on Jackie Louderman. Let me tell you about Jackie Louderman. Brian, it does. So this store was founded in 1975, coincidentally coinciding with her and her ex-husband's Supreme Court case called the United States versus Louderman. And the reason I found this, this, any of this is because it is a, there, what, ha, what they did was a literal case study in law school. Here's what happened. In the seventies, they had a company and I don't remember the company's name. Who cares? And the company was debt collection and they used to work for all kinds of people, 18. Oh, so they're like loan sharks. Oh, they would collect debt. I okay. see. Okay. Yeah. Here's what they started doing. They would call the U.S. This is in the 70s. So this is before Internet. They would call the U.S. Postal Service. They would call the phone company and they would pretend to be from the phone company or the U.S. Postal Service and try to get information on the people they were trying to collect from, the people who had skirted their bills. Impersonating a United States employee and a phone employee. This had never been done before as a crime, which is why it's a case study. They were the original spam risk. They were the original spam risk. And this went all the way to the Supreme fucking court. If you went to law school, you probably studied this case. Okay. So not long after, and I can't figure out if Charles Louderman went to jail or not. Here's how I, because I, I was like, because it's when you look up Jackie's, uh, Jackie. Um, Louderman or Hal- Halgren. Uh-huh. Can't find anything. But under, I mean, this is how scary the internet is. And talk about me doing exactly what they did without <laughs> impersonating anybody. The, I found her old other names. That's when I, then I Googled Jackie Louderman and then I found this case study. And then I was like, who the fuck was Char- Charles Louderman and where is he? And then I was on Ancestry.com 
And their entire family has a full like subreddit basically on Ancestry.com where they just tell you everything about their family. Okay, so here's what someone said about Charles Lounderman. Because I was like, is, because you don't know, it's the internet. Like, is Jackie, is this the same Jackie that used to be Jackie Lauderman? I needed a connection. Because I was like, this, there's no way that the woman who owns Charlie Brown Farms, who sells Golden Girls themed Clue board games and bad Texas barbecue is the same one who is a case study in the Supreme Court against like wire fraud or whatever they were doing. So... Um, on their Ancestry.com thread, which is very accessible, I I basically Googled them for 20 minutes and found all this. Sure. Charles Louderman died several years ago. He came to visit us in Texas and actually died in Ohio from cancer, I believe, after separation from second wife, Jackie. Jackie still runs Charlie Brown Farms <gasps> in California. His brother, William Logan Louderman, and his wife, Parahan, from the country of Turkey, still reside there and help Jackie with Charlie Brown Farms. So, so hang on. Charles's brother, yeah, Someone helps there. his ex-wife with Charlie Brown Farms, and Jackie Louderman owns Charlie Brown Farms. And Jackie Louderman was a debt collector with a case that went to the Supreme Court. Her and her husband were named in this, and someone there buys, buys Nazi, Nazi rib- memorabilia. And then I was like. Well, hold on a second. It used to be called Sweets, which, by the way, is a great name for a for an old-timey candy store. And a baby. I mean. And a bookie. Yeah. So, would you expect anything less from someone who did this shady stuff to then name a farm stand after a beloved Peanuts character? That is copyright infringement on some level. Yeah. I, you could say. I mean, I guess, I mean, yeah. there's no Charlie Brown, like, figure there. Yeah. But there's no reason to call it Charlie Brown. I smell another Supreme Court case coming. Well, Aaron, this week I went to John's Marketplace, spelled the gay way, (laughs) J-O-N-S. Well, J-O-N. Apostrophe. No apostrophe. And I'll tell you why. And this was absolutely fascinating. So John's, first of all, has 14 locations in and around Los Angeles. I always thought that John's Marketplace, because it looks like a Vons or a Ralph's, but like a lower quality Vons or Ralph's. You thought it was like an offshoot? Yeah, I thought it had merged. Well, I thought it had merged with a bigger grocery store company at some point along its way. No way. This dude is family owned since 1977 and they have not merged with any other grocery It's just as confusing because the fonts are similar. It, the fonts are similar and so it looks like, and it's J-O-N-S and like Vons is V-O-N-S so it does seem similar. But it is, it was founded in 1977 by a family with a vision. And has remained family owned since. And like I said, they have 14 locations in and around the LA area. The founder, John Berberian, J-O-H-N, which, uh, who the fuck saw that coming? He always wanted his name to be spelled differently, and he got his wish. Well, he died six months ago. (gasps) Yeah, of a heart attack. Oh, it's a tough business. It's a tough business. It's a tough business. Um, But he, the idea behind- What was the- at the funeral where they're like celeries in the pews. Oh, hysterical. <laughs> yes. All, chicken all, thighs. There was a section for produce. There was a section for cooked chicken. There was a section for uncooked chicken. They were all there. All the Lime desserts. Beans. Yes. Everyone, all the food, every food, cookies. every food came to pay its respects. Ah. Um, 
but actually, he was a very beloved man and a real contributor to the community. Glad I disrespected him. No, no, no. You, why? By saying food would honor him? He honored food. It's reciprocal. Um, but he was a very beloved man in the community. He really gave back from all indications that I could tell. Interestingly enough, John's Marketplace you can really only get the info about the store from their website. There is no Wikipedia page. There is every deep dive I did led me either to their website or a copy of their website or his obituary. That was sort of the full stop of John's Marketplace. However, it does seem from what I've read that he was a pretty cool guy and his whole thing, which I did not know. I thought it was just a regular old grocery store because it looks like when it's big and it's bright lights, the whole thing. The reason it's called John's Marketplace is because it brings foods in from all over the world. He was Armenian himself, brings foods in from all over the world. So they have a ton of Middle Eastern food, a ton of Eastern European food, a ton of German food. Um, very, uh, I, I had Romanian mineral water. Food from Mexico, there is not, you know, in other grocery stores, and I'm quoting here, they have an ethnic section. That is not this. You can find... Whatever. Foods of the world? Hershey, Hershey chocolate right next to Lithuanian chocolate, which, which I brought. As it should be. So they have all the staples. You brought that Lithuanian the American, chocolates? I did. We'll see how it is. It was it's so cute. It's so cute. It has a little bear on it. Um, but so they really like, uh, uh, and same with the alcohol section. Like they have uh, Arak, which many people don't know. I, it's my grandfather used to drink it. It's a Middle Eastern liqueur that's sort of uh, like a licorice tasting thing. I would do shots of that when I was like 12. Because like to be a man? Meal, before a meal. Exactly. Oh, oh, to be it a is. man. Yeah. Like it's a digestive? Digestive, I, digestive. Know, I'll be honest with you, I've never really loved it. But. Well, I, by the way, you know, in the, I think it's maybe just in Italy, but they make. Uh, liqueur out of artichokes. Isn't that fabulous? I don't, I, I, <laughs> it sounds absolutely disgusting. atrocious. But so this is a regular grocery store that has combined with an, a very international components. So you can buy like classic American staples along with a huge range of things that you wouldn't see anywhere else, like French feta. Uh, yeah, like. German pasta. Who knew they had any of them had it in them? Uh, truly, like it, it's 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 wild. They, it's it's such a an interesting sort of way to go. Um, you can get bread from Ukraine. You can get bread from Germany, from Latvia. You can get challah. You can get Lebanese style breads. I got a bread that you're going to try that I grew up on. Now this specific bread is like you lived in it. <laughs> on it, Aaron. Oh, I said sorry. grew up on. Yes, I grew up on bread. Uh, they also source a lot of the bakery items from local bakeries, like the Glendale Bakery uh, of the Burbank Bakery. And uh, it it was totally blew my mind because I did not think uh, I thought John's Marketplace was just sort of like a food for less because that's sort of the reputation it has. Um, that's as what being I like, thought. No one would go in it. You know what I mean? Like, that's like what people say about it. Uh, I am here to say it is not true. You can find Polish pasta. Why is everyone making pasta? Uh, no, but I, I, mean, I mean this about anything. You can find Indian rice, Italian rice, rice from Thailand, from Sri Lanka. It's unbelievable. Persian, Egyptian. It's unbelievable. The only thing so far that I've had a problem with is that the reason they called it John's is really strange. Because obviously it was named after John. But he said, what I'm trying to do is bring an international feel. And because L.A. is such a diverse place, I want pockets of every community at this store and he goes so in a sense we're all john 
No. Yeah. But spelled the, uh, spelled the gay spelled way. Spelled the gay way. So in a sense, we're all John. That that I don't like. And that's why there's no apostrophe. It should be Chris, because Chris is at least gender well, neutral. Chris, but yeah, but it's not religious neutral. Uh, there's no Chris in the Bible. No. The name Christopher is the root word is Christ. That's where that comes from. But there's no Chris. You know what I mean? It's like Chris 912, you know. You thou, are, sh- thou shalt all shop at John's. You make a wonderful point. Well, um, Wait, I never put that together that Chris was Christopher yeah. and that was from Christ. Yeah, you'll never meet. Why don't we say Christopher then? Maybe they used to. Ugh. Because Topher Grace wants nothing to do with religion. Wait, I wish there was, a, where, was there a Jesus fur? Or anything like a longer is, huh? Jesus, uh, is Jesus like a short version? Um, no, I don't. I don't think there was a Jesus fur. Well, there might be one out there. Please email us shadethrowing at gmail.com if your name is Jesus fur, your first name. <laughs> um, now, my, the, here was the instant reaction walking in. I grabbed my basket, and there was a huge sign in the basket. It's in every basket. All huge caps. Coupon fraud impacts everyone. No explanation. I don't know who, I don't know who it hurts, to be honest with you. How does it impact me as a coupon user? Who does it hurt? Who does it hurt to be, it seems like it only helps everyone, the store make the sale and the customer get a deal. And what is coupon fraud? I don't know. There must be all like kinds of- Like someone with a UPC code printer or something? One word, Marauder. Okay. I have a coupon for a hundred percent off of my order. <laughs> There's all that's true. No, look, well, that's written out. That's not even printed. No, this is it. This is the coupon. It's on a receipt from Ralph's. I don't care. I don't think so, Mama. Do they have, do Chris- they have a very strict coupon thing? Like, do you remember that you could do like a fraud at at um? I don't participate Neiman- in your schemes, so you're gonna have to. You have your own me. schemes. <laughs> I scheme not, in my own way. Not even Marshall Fields used to have a thing where you didn't need a receipt, so people used to oh. go in. You know this because you're Lands End or no J- steel pillows and stuff. Uh, JJ Bean or whatever. No LL Bean is the same thing. You can just return thing. anything without a but receipt. But LL Bean is, uh, I would say, like a lot of their sales are catalog, right? Yes. I know going to LL. People used to go in the Neiman Marcus, go to the um, whatever section, the bedding section, pick up a fucking comforter, take it to the counter and go, I'd like to return this. I, kn- I have known someone who did that all the time. Who would you do? Do you think I know that story from your person? Maybe. Interesting. But there's a person who would just, yeah, grab a shirt and go to the counter and be like, I need you to return this. Do you know my dad used to have used to have a second job at Marshall Fields and it was his favorite job. He worked in the linens department and my dad apparently just loves linens. Who knew? Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. I think it's, I'm a proud daughter of a linen lover. Yes. Don't wear that with any shame. So here's some of the things I got after I got the coupon fraud impacts everyone. Oh, the key to John's, by the way, is to go at a low pressure time because everyone online complains about the lines there and uh, the rude cashiers. Everyone says that there's a cashier problem at every location and that they're extremely rude or checker. I don't know which they call it at a grocery store checker cashier. But everyone says like they're, they, and every location has said that they racially profile. Against who? And it, name it. The, the One Yelp review said the people who shop here are awful. Well, this is a good grocery store. I felt very unwelcome here and I hope it's not because I'm Caucasian. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> 
Um, Caucasian. Yeah. Anybody who uses that in a Yelp review. I know. I know. It was shocking. Um, okay. So I walk <laughs> in. Coupon fraud impacts everyone. Message received. <laughs> the first thing I see are two huge, in the produce section, I see something called a cactus pear, which looks like a cactus mixed with a pear. And then I see- well, Did you buy it? I I'm did. Very... And then somehow I forgot to bring that one, but I have a picture of it for you. I'm confused. It's not the same. I know it isn't. But um, <gasps> they did have something called Lady Apples. Oh, have I've you heard a- of Lady. Oh, wait, no. The tiniest. They're so tiny. They're apricot sized. Wait, but why are they so, are they, were they bred with a lady? Like a petite little lady? They were. Can you give me just for context, can you just put them next to your face? Oh. Oh, sh- oh, oh. as your boobs? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! All I'm these holding apples to my face. That's a fun. Hey, they're so kids, tiny. They're love- like ping pong. Should I taste one? You want one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wash them. Don't worry. Even if you didn't, I would still eat it. Baby, I used to swim in mud puddles. It's like a baby Granny Smith. I don't like Granny Smith. No, I'm talking about my grandmother. Is this what a pussy tastes like? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> The next thing I bought was a huge aloe vera leaf. Oh, aren't they I've fun? Never, yes, they're so fun. You we should sell them. Cut them and spread them. They sell them. They sell them. The next, I mean, just grow it. It's a seller in California. You can grow a massive aloe vera in your backyard or your or your porch. You're right. Well, Aaron, I, I, I'm sorry. I bought one. And- Th- then this they, this rind, I have to say, yeah. The co- what's the outside? Yeah, the rind. Skin? I guess skin. Yeah, peel is is very tough to get through. It is tough. This is like it actually sort of is the toughness. Yeah, you're right. It this is. is for a horse, not a person. If you ask me, you're for a lady horse, <laughs> for a pony. Pony, I see your dick, and I don't think you're going to get one of these today. These are, should be called pony apples. Um, oh, a little miniature pony, a little miniature Shetland. So cute. Uh, I also got, oh, they had, um, well, this isn't interesting, but they had Campbell's soup with Princess Tatiana on it. And I've never seen that anywhere else. (laughs) I don't know. I've never seen it anywhere else. Uh, their tequila prices were unbeatable. Tequila. Yeah. You know that I'm into tequila (laughs) now? I know you're an alcoholic. Yeah. You know that I'm okay. I've I've switched from vodka to tequila. Oh, wait, I, wait. Oh, for some reason in my mind, of course. Yeah. Okay. The thing with tequila is. Because it's the healthiest thing you can drink. The thing, Besides, if you're going to better drink, than water, <laughs> b- better than yeah, no, not better than water. But the the the, the thing that is key that I've learned. The tequila has to be 100% agave because a lot isn't. And that doesn't mean it's expensive. It can be $15. Just make sure the label says 100% agave. But I got a brand called Espolone that I'm excited to try. I haven't tried it yet. I got a big bag of plantain chips. I got- I love plantain chips. Great. Did you get into plantain chips because of the Ace Hotel? Remember um, they everything at the Ace in Palm Springs. They used to have those. Plantain oh, you're right. Chips they did crack right into the first thing I got there. I, I had, put I got, that robe on and eat their plantain. I got Lithuanian chocolates. Please look at these bears in the woods. Oh my god! Aren't they so babies? cute? I know they're called Yapakachawa. Exactly, and um, then oh, and the big thing I got was I've always wanted to try these. They had cookies. The Arco Edis cookies, which is a brand from the brand is Gamesa from Mexico, but Arco Edis means uh, rainbow, and it's these. Like, <gasps> these are cookies. Marshmallow. They're in a cereal box. Cookies. I know. They're they're these marshmallow cookies. I've all I've passed them so many times. I've always wanted to try them. They were on sale. You, you pass them at. 
At John. <gasps> oh my God, there's snowballs on top of a graham cracker. No. Oh my God, this is going to be gross. Is it good? I like it. You're, you won't. Uh, there's the, the there's texture mixing is bad. Zero percent. Now you don't have to taste it. There's zero percent natural about this. Oh, it tastes like fake. If it, it tastes like what strawberry shortcake looks it, like. Yes, it it exactly does. Strawberry shortcake, the cartoon, not the actual. It's what other she food. tastes like. It's what her pussy tastes like. So <laughs> the episode the episode title of the show is don't food listen. that tastes like pussy. <laughs> they also had. Um, Do rush- you like this? You know what? It's it's a little too much for me. It's a lot of sugar. It is a lot of sugar. You're right. Uh, they also had Russian ice cream, baklava, Turkish delight of every variety. What? Homemade tabbouleh, which by the way, I bought because I'm a tabbouleh junkie. Um, Was it good? I only really like the kind my grandmother makes and the kind of Zanku chicken because I like the parsley to be the biggest part of it yeah. and not the wheat. But here's what, I, how's that? How's that Lithuanian chocolate? You know, here's the thing. It'll, it'll do you in a pinch. But there's a nougaty quality to it, quality oh, to it. But it's not nougat, I don't think. Oh, huh. It's just like, huh? Hmm, it's interesting. Get ready, kids. This is what you're getting October 30th. Oh, you got this for Halloween. Um, you're getting a half-eaten Arcoas. Uh-huh. And a, By the way. You're set for Halloween. Plantain chips and Lithuanian <laughs> chocolate. By <and> the, <laughs> tiny apples. <laughs> You're, I should give some modern day witch hell. I should give tiny. I should give tiny apples for um for uh, for for Halloween next year. I'll do it. Um, <laughs> they also had their homemade hummus. I didn't bring because it had to be like refrigerated. But it's the best I've ever had. Really, because it's not too wet. I know. I'm sorry. I know what you're saying. And it has a strong tahini texture, which I love. Fantastic. It's like the kind that doesn't like, that you don't have to worry about spilling. (laughs) Ew, where have you been eating hummus from? And finally. You know, hummus is very easy to make. I'm just going to say. It is extremely easy to make. That's true. And if you don't believe me, believe Aaron. I finally got- But believe one of us. Yes. What they call Gata Danish, which is Armenian. And we used to just call it, because this all Middle Eastern food sort of is crosses borders. And we just used to call it, my grandmother used to call it sweet bread, but she would make it. <gasps> but they make it so well here. This actually, they source it from the Burbank Pastry Company. Um, and it's really good. Am I feeding you too much though? No, no, no. But but we are going to both have diarrhea today. Yeah, I know. 1979, the year of our birth. Yeah. If you don't want anybody to know that, I'm sorry. And speaking of 1979, this is what I would like to tell you. Mm. Do you like it? It's good. It's a, is it always supposed to be dry? It is actually it's always supposed to be a okay. little bit because you like it's like a coffee cake. Oh, so you have it with a wet thing? Yes, I'm sorry. Like you you have it with like a low grade hummus. <laughs> No, you would dip your co- mm. you would dip it in coffee. Oh, you that. would. Yeah, you could do something like that. Oh wow! Do you like it? Yeah, okay. I would. And I, so there's like a cinnamony, but it's not too. Yeah, there's a spice in there, but it's not like it's yes. not like in your face. There's like a richness about it. Mm. Um, so I was nothing but like completely, completely impressed by John's. I will say this: I didn't have this problem, but I don't buy fresh anything really. But I guess every location, from what I could tell, had an expiration date problem. So just make sure to check. What does that mean? This stuff sits on the shelf for a long time? I guess the dairy stuff, apparently. Is it because it's so international? They're like, we don't have to, we don't have to put this in the fridge? Maybe. I'm not know, sure. I just kept seeing that over Europe. and over again. Maybe and that's Middle why. East, yeah. Maybe that's why. Um, 
But this was an exciting, I get why they call it a marketplace. This was a very, very exciting. It is ugly as fuck. I'll say that. It's a fuck ugly store. The lighting is awful. The aisles are awful. The presentation couldn't be worse. I will say that. I get why people don't go there if they have the choice, but you should actually. This is this was something where like I judged a book by its cover and never should have. Um, they evidently don't want people going there. They have 79 Instagram followers. They've only had two posts. The last post was for Halloween of 2018. And it just said happy Halloween. Their Twitter no following- No picture, just a caption? But yeah, basically. Their Twitter, they, they have 125 followers. They follow zero people. Well, that's the problem. You have to reciprocate. That's the that is the problem. But I want to end it with this Yelp review, just because I thought they really encapsulated the surprise of this place. Um, shopping here for the first time today, I felt like I was in an international market. The sheer selection of foreign foods was incredible. For that reason alone, I'll be back. Rye bread, Slavic confections, fetas and brine, Lithuanian dairy. Here's where this gets off the rails. Having traveled Europe Fuck extensively, off. I want to eat more like they do because those people are sturdier than we are those in America. Those people. Exactly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. 69 cents a pound for on the vine tomatoes, unbeatable. Is this the BL end all? No. Get ready. Oh, get ready. This is why I'm reading this. Is this store the be-all, end-all? No, that would be Wegmans on the East Coast. But for the money, it's way better than overpriced, underwhelming Ralph's or delusional Whole Foods. I spent $60 here for what it cost me $90 at Ralph's. I had a really fun time here. Definitely recommend off-peak hours. And I look forward to treasure hunting for more imported goodies. I would agree with that full stop. I wonder if you can get my new favorite... Italian, Greek, Middle Eastern thing, which is lupini beans. Maybe they had a million different kinds of beans there and a million different kinds of oils. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you, you know what the this secret- This store was a real surprise. I thought it was just a supermarket. You know the secret to Mediterranean cooking? Oil, not butter. Yeah. You know the secret to Southern cooking? Butter, not oil. Yeah. <laughs> How many cotton candy grapes? What's your rating on this? <sighs> Were the carts good? They was, were fine. They were there. Everything, everything grocery store about it was average to below average. Do you know what I mean? Yes. The product, the hard product was terrible. The soft product was incredible. So I'm going to say. What do you mean by that? The hard product, like the shelves, oh, the, okay. the space, um, even the sign, the, that sort the of thing. The coupon shaming. Yeah. The the size of the aisles, the coupon, the coupon shaming. Um, but all the food in there was Completely interesting and worth a shot. And also, like, what a great fucking gift to go to a party with is, like, take some Russian chocolate, say, fool the world and say, oh, I just got back from Lithuania. I decided to get you these. That's great. Yeah. And then if they ask you a question, be like, you, you wouldn't understand. You have to go. Did they have a Greek aisle? Are they get many. How do they do? How do they? Is it all that, together? That's what's that's great good. about it. That's what's great about it. Is for instance, if you're looking for ice cream, the Greek ice cream is with the Russian ice cream, is with the American ice cream, is with the British ice cream. It's all there together. We are a community, a world exactly. community. We are Johns. Brian, do we have any returns to discuss? Well. Returns complaints? Jason Hogan wrote to us and said, do either of you listen to ASMR videos? It, because if you chew into the mic more, you're going to have a whole new demographic to appeal to. Did, he, and then he goes, chew more. I'm not joking. I love it. Hold on. We could have. <laughs> <laughs> that was me sucking on a Choward's Lemon. 
Uh, someone ah! else. What is that? It, it tastes like pine salt. The chowards. Oh my God. It tastes like lemon cleaning solution. Ew. That is a dis- if you're, let me tell you something. If you have an elderly person in your life, you hold them tight and you get say, rid of them. Candy's oh. gotten better. That's right. You should. You're right. You're right. Um, this person uh wanted to know why they. Uh, Jojo Graham says, "Why do I always get the car with the goddamn broken wheel?" Uh, honey, you're talking to the right person. I do. It's the same with me. And how do they get broken? I don't. And also, like, aren't they easy to fix? Just I'm gonna start bringing a fucking screwdriver to, to the grocery store. This is another scandal. Okay. From Kroger. Okay. Also, AKA Fred Meyer and PDX. They have a natural generic. This is also from Jojo in their same comment. Um, Natural generic organic brand that came out years ago called Simple Truth Organics, which you could only find in the natural selection. But then they started making normal crap and labeling it by putting Simple Truth without the organic at the end. So people used so used to those labeled products being only organic started being tricked into buying bullshit labeled with just Simple Truth. And the label looks the same, too. But you have to really look now because it's in everything from shitty jerky to shitty cheese puffs. At John Michael Coop says, spotted at Ralph's Palm Springs, vodka and tequila stocked in the freezer. Ready to drink. Have y'all seen this before? I haven't. I mean, I get it, but no, I've not seen it. Palm Springs, perfect. There you go. It's a resort destination or it's where everyone goes to just get filthy. And so you don't know you don't want it boiling hot tequila. Of course you don't. I, are there any hot drinks like a hot toddy that you can make with vodka or tequila? Um, I don't know because usually it's a whiskey that you make that stuff right. with. But, but I don't why know. does whiskey? A rum. Like- I think you can make a warm rum. Oh, yeah. Mm, I love a warm rum. <laughs> Brian, please. Uh, Mad Goodis says, please describe for uh, your favorite bread and cheese combos. Um, I mean, honestly, I like I, I like a really delicious baguette. Just a plain French baguette with a real creamy chevre. Oh, that's good. There's a Bub and Grandma's uh, sesame bread. It's got like toasted sesame seeds on the outside. Okay. And I like to dip the fuck. Oh, I don't dip it, I guess. I put the I put the most disgusting soft French cheese, one that smells like a ballet slipper, like an old ballet slipper, Ew, like gross. one from the 70s. Uh-huh. And I just lather it all up and I make the house smell like garbage. Also, I'll eat Minori straight with my hands. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, do you want to talk about this MSG thing? Oh, all right. well, yeah. Who who mentioned it? Jess, uh, Jess Hade. I don't know if that's how he's... Jishade. Jish- that's my name too. <laughs> Says, what do you think about the reversal of the MSG is bad for you campaign slash exposure of its racist origins? I'm not, I mean, I, yeah, this isn't terribly new news though, but, um, but yeah, I remember a few years ago, obviously MSG is that additive that is used in, in Chinese food mostly. And it was declared in the eighties that it was like really horrible for, yeah. and led to cancer and led to all sorts of dangerous things. Um, but it just simply isn't true. And so I didn't know about the racist origins of it, but I'm not surprised that it would, that it would come from, uh, you know, that it would come from something like that when it comes to, you know, I'm just not surprised. It makes total sense. Yeah. Um, if you have any, uh, returns, receipts, or you have some, oh, and I think it was affected the heart. That's what they claimed. Oh, MSG affected the heart. Yeah. Which it doesn't. Um, if you have anything that you want to let us know about, uh, grocery store openings are kind of interesting if we're going to be in the city. But you know what's really, really helpful is packaging, backs of the packages that what are that funny. Mean? 
Oh yeah. yeah. If you if there's a product that you're like, this is the dumbest origin story I've ever heard. Or they they have a lot of they put a lot of time into like being casual on the back. Yeah. Send it our way. And then in the meantime, see, see you in, in the, the aisles. aisles. 